game on. Om Shiganesha Sharada Guru Bhyona Mahari Om Shri Hari So last week, what did we talk about? Establish, uh, a small, simple topic of establishing the deity within the conch. <laughs> so I mean, we've gotten quite a bit, we're actually, really, we're almost towards the end of the puja. It's interesting because the actual puja takes a few minutes. Actually, is it like it's like you know? Uh, uh, there's all this preparation, and it's not just the, the ritual is mostly preparation before you actually when you actually we invoke Ma and then we worship her. I mean, elaborate pujas. There's lots of offerings you can you know, but ultimately we you know then you you know it's like oh wonderful you've come, right? Mm-hmm. So we wash your feet, give you something, give you some, give you some flowers, maybe present you with some nice clothes and give you a nice dinner and say, oh thank you. Something flickering. You see what this one is? Yeah, yeah, it's a, this is a problem. Hopefully it's not, it's not too dark. There's a problem with these lights. They're very nice lights, but they're they're, they're beginning to fall down. Huh? It's okay? Okay. So, but that only takes a few, that's only, I mean, in, like on an Amavasha Puja, that part of the, the actual worship of Ma Kali, I mean, officially, I don't know, takes 20 minutes or something like that, maybe. There, but the other two and a half hours is all the, the buildup. But it's not just those two and a half hours of buildup, or the daily Puja, and at the hour of buildup for the 10, 15 minutes, right? It's a, it's a, it's, it's hour, it's, it's a week's buildup. It's all the preparation. You prepare, you prepare, prepare, and then, you know, then it's the, the thing. So that we've we've got quite a bit of preparation. All the internal purification, external purification, purifying the sea, purifying the you know, invoking protective deities, purifying the atmosphere. You know, step by step, deeper and deeper, more subtle, and then finally we get to uh, 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 pranayama and bhutashuti. Bhutashuti was a major, very important part. Uh, uh, and Bhutashuti, if it goes well, if it's if 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 what we what we're trying to make happen or imagine happen, visualize happening happens, right? Then you should be like in union with the absolute ground of being, you know, Shiva and Shakti in absolute union, full awakening Kundalini, uh, gushing Amrita down, feeding all the different chakras and all the deeds, the, the, the sixty-four billion devatas. You know, it's like this is so that should be enough. Right, but then that's not enough. Then there's a separation back, separation between the the, the two become one, then become two, but with knowledge of their of their oneness, 
in the play of, of duality. Um, so that's really, you know, and, and so that should be, in one sense, for a yogi, a tantric yogi, that's puja. Like if they can do that, that's what they're trying to do when they're like trying to do their, the things they do when they do the things they do, you know. Um, and for puja, but, uh, but that's actually, it's interesting that that seems to be the ultimate goal of yoga, tantric yoga, that's right, the kundalini and all that type of stuff, right? But it's actually the foundation for puja. That has to, that's actually from there you can start puja. Actually, the real puja starts after Bhutta Shuti, the real process of uh, puja. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I was looking today. I was. There's a. I should know. It's not a hard mantra, and I do know it, but I don't remember it. I know it, but I don't remember what I know. What a lot of us know things we don't remember. <laughs> remember things you don't know so that's a, that's a problem but yeah it's becoming you know they're there somewhere theoretically i know it but i know the verse by you said i should know it and it's not it's it's just it's like four line month maybe somebody here may know it but it, it's when it's you'll find it in lots of tantra tantric books on tantra that only a devata can worship a devata only the goddess can worship the goddess only god can worship. it's devata something devata Puja and something. I mean, it has the word devata twice. That's all I can remember. And I was like looking. I, I don't know where in my notes which book it would be in. And then I'm looking online. It's like devo. Everything about devas shows up. Or only God can worship God. And it has all this stuff against idol against uh, idol worship in Christianity. Oh. You know, it's like it's like a, I don't even know the right word to put in because it'd be nice. It's a, an important verse because actually a lot of it's based upon this idea that only only really only divine can worship divine. Only ma can worship ma. And so. In one sense, we're not Ma, you know, we're not God. In one sense, we are, but but not in the sense that we normally think, you know. So, what? Um, uh, how do we? Uh, we have to become purified. We have to we have to invoke the divine. We have to become identified with the divine, and through um, uh, so Shuti is the main is kind of one of the one of the penultimate culminations almost of it, you know. Um, and if it works, then you're literally absorbed in the divine, right? And then you separate it with this knowledge. And so then, when you separate, when after Bhutta Shuti and, and the mind comes back down, the individual is imagined to be separated from the absolute again. Kundalini is separated from Shiva and the Shastra again. Um, uh, uh, and you feel some sense of an individual existence, but it's not the same individual, right? You're, you've, you've, you've very, in a very realistic way, been destroyed. You've been purified, you know, the... Uh, um, uh, the kosha, your your boot, you know, what is it? The little angry guy, uh, uh, Papa Purusha, has been destroyed. Remember the little man of sin that lives in our, you know, all the all the processes we've done to get the, in order to to do it. Uh, uh, and so, in one sense, that that's hopefully there's not much left. There's a residue, the habit, to use language we've been thinking about recently. The the habit of individuality is still there, right? But but the reality of individuality is been changed, right? It's Ma playing all the parts, Ma separating. It's, you know, after union, with that knowledge of union, you're now two, seemingly two, but you're not two. And so in that world, in that purified world, purified body, the boot, where the elements and the, and the chakras and the nadis and the, and, the, and the psychological principles all the way up have been purified, right? Uh, uh, by, like, by the, by, purified by the bliss, blissful reaction of union, not just like, scrubbing and cleaning we clean pots and pans like we do beforehand that's all part of it too but this is like the, the deepest level right uh then in that vessel 
she can take her seat to do the puja because we can't only a devata can worship a devata only God can worship God only the mall can worship God only a deity can worship a deity so the tantra says in a verse I don't remember uh, <clears throat> so this is the process of that you know so then what do we do right after Bhutashuti what did we do we did um, and we did the uh, jiva, jiva nyasa they call it right jiva nyasa also called pranayasa where we we do a whole series of secret mantras. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, but, uh, 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 for educational purposes only. <laughs> Unauthorized use of these mantras will be will have actually no effect, so that's okay. <laughs> or very little effect. Yeah, they require authorization. So then we went through that. We invoking May may Ma's mind be seated here, may her, may her senses be here, may, the, may her, um, um, I'll tell you exactly, building on this, I think I lost, it's too far back, jivaiha uh, stittaha, uh, uh, may her soul be, her individuality be here, praniha pranaha, may her pranas be manifested here, Savendriyani, right? May all of her senses and sense organs and be, be present here. Then man manas may her mind, may her senses, may her intellect, may her, you know, so all these, may her fully come in and reside here. So that's actually, this is called the prana nyasa or jiva nyasa. Establishing of the jiva, the nyasa, remember we've, we've defined this, we've, a lot of this talks a bit about nyasa. Nyasa means to consecrate something, to leave something, Right and to uh, 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 um, and to uh, um, uh, sacredize uh, the word to leave make sacred uh, sanctify. Hmm? sanctify sanctify thank you thank you I, I knew the word was there Sanct- sanctify something right so what you're you're invoking your place nyasa means to place right it also means to leave right that's what we something like sannyasa means to leave everything right and sannyas right to get to give everything or also means to consecrate everything. Everything is full. It has both of these meanings of consecration and and placement and leaving. You pl- so what are we what are we placing here? We're pl- we're sanctifying our soul, jivanyasa. We're also invoking or placing another soul, which is really our the soul of our soul. Jiva, the, that the uh, G, uh, uh, it's dakshinakalika devata prani May that divine goddess dakshinakali be present here. May her senses be here. You know, you're placing her her soul. In, in, but it's actually what's the difference between her soul and your soul, right? There's some difference and not much difference, both, right? So um, at, its, at, at a certain level, <coughs> so that's even now. So then, then we, we do, then we place, we create a body for her through a system called matrikanyasa, right? In elaborate pujas, uh, matrikanyasa, there's karanyasa. We talked about things already, but I'm I'm building upon it. Karanyasa and anganyasa. Karanyasa is when you place syllables or mantras on your fingers representing the, the limbs of the body also and the chakras the elements that they that the fingers are connected to um, uh, and anganyasa are the limbs of the body right that's a common thing uh, but this is done with the with the alphabets but the larger matrikanyasa is i don't know if we actually talked did we talk about the different elements and different each chakra i don't think we may have skipped uh, because it's not in our the normal books that will that are published, but it actually starts with like, 
the different vowels in the 16 pedals here the different uh, so different sections of the of the in the um, uh, each chakra has a syllable right that's that's how it works you know and so you're purifying each syllable worshiping purifying like this you know depending in the longer puja sometimes it's just just the mantra sometimes it's connected with the beat mantra you 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 make that where it's connected with the month with the bead month in, in for Kali Puja, cream. So cream, um, cream, chum, cream, chum, tum, cream, tum, tum, cream, tum, pum, cream, pum. There's different ways of doing it where you, where you, we talked about some putita where you, you fence a mantra to do things to purify it in certain ones. We talked about also, I think the talk called Purification of Mantra is one of our, one of the series. I think it's under that title um, that goes into what makes mantras impure and what has to be purified. Like, out of the month of impure, mantras are pure by six causes. You know, we you can look it up in our in a two hour long complicated talk. <coughs> um, uh, 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 uh. But so that's a long view of the mantra, the full matriganyasa starts with the the in the in the chakras, in the petals of the chakras, right? And then all over the body, amnaman, ina, ina, uno, uno, rina, rina. There's all all over the the whole body is seen to be made up of the alphabet, right? Our kind of spinal system of the chakras, mm -hmm. you can think of the astral spinal system of the chakra, the, the superstructure of the of our imagined chakras with the mm -hmm. petals, jayama, jayama. Let's say imagine petals, those are made of mantra, and then the fleshy part that's on it is also made of mantras. Mm -hmm. You know, all these, I don't think we talked about it. I was looking at it, I don't think we got a chance to talk about it. I don't have it in front of me, I kind of remember them. I don't, we don't do them all the time, we do them in Hamavasha. Right, uh, uh. and then they're done in reverse. That's another thing. They're done one way and done reverse because the alphabet springs from Ma as she expresses, and it's withdrawn. It, it withdraws into Ma and comes back out of Ma. It's like we come up the spine, come down the spine. That's why every, the, this Matriganyasa is done forward and backwards. Then Anganyasa, Anganyasa, uh, um, Karanyasa, Anganyasa, like this. Right. So what are we doing? We're we creating. We mentioned this mantra last week. There's a mantra in the. So, um, Lakshmastakam, Lakshmiastakam, right? Um, what is it? Siddhi, the most famous is Siddhi Buri Pradedevi, Bukti Mukti Pradayani. Mm -hmm. Siddhi Buri Pradedevi, you are, you know, you give uh, all perfection, you give uh, intelligence to the Divine, to the Divine Mother, right? And then it says, Mantra Murti Devi. that's the line. And your form is made always of mantra, or your form is made of all the mantras. It can be both ways, right? You're always, your real form is always mantra, or your form is made of all the mantras. So we're creating an, a structure, first the, 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 um, the skeleton through the chakras, then the fleshy part of the, of the body through mantras, through, through the syllables of the, of, of the alphabet, right? Uh, uh, and then on the fingers and, and nanganyasa like that. So we're creating a form for it. Because now we, what would happen in Bhutashuti, we burned our physical body, at least imagined it. We burned our astral body that it's built upon, that imagined it, you know? So we have to build, so when a soul is invoked into a human being, what begins, first there's a spinal column that forms, and then first there's some, you know, and then slowly the organs come, and you get to, you know, you build, the body gets built, right? So we install, as soon as you install in this new, empty, purified vessel, the seed of the mantra, uh, of the this secret mantra that invokes the prana pratis, the, um, the jiva nyasa mantra, um, uh, then you have to start building her with, with the letters of the alphabet, the matrika nyasa, right? 
So that's so that's we, we, uh, Bhutashuti, Jivanyasa, Matrikanyasa, Anganyasa, Karanyasa, like this, right? And then there was a break and we worship all the deities. We did all these other pujas, right? There's a bunch of stuff that's done. But it doesn't have to, in our puja, then we worship Ganesh, we do, uh, we worship the sun, and, uh, and then we worship uh, Guru and Ganesha and Surya and Narayan and Vishnu and Shiva and Durga. And for us, Ramakrishna, Holy Mother, Vivekananda, all the devatas, all the forms of, of, of all, the, all the forms of Vishnu, all the planets, all, you know, we, we start worshiping and worshiping and worshiping, right? And then in that environment, in that holy company, in that purified environment, then we go back to, let's go back to where we left off, right? Uh, after installing her, what do we do? Then we do, we, we, last time we did, uh, last few we did the Dhyan Mantra, we meditated on her form, we spent three weeks on her Dhyan, three or four weeks on her Dhyan Mantra, Dakshina Dhyana, or whatever the deity being worshipped, right? For us, it's the, here, Kali, Right. And and then and then last week, we did the manas. No, two weeks ago the manasa manasa puja, the internal and mental worship. That's you know, because she's here. She's not just. I mean, she's here too, but not yet. Right. She's here. She's always here, but not yet. Until we do this, and now we now she's here in a very specific way. So we worship her. Um, um, uh, uh, we do all the internal worship. Right. The mental worship was aspects of our very being. That we've mentioned four or five different ways of doing. Manasa Puja. Then um, and the verse that I quoted last time from uh, uh, Shakta Nanda Tarangini Tantra says, After seeing the Ishtadevata in one's heart, one should establish her in the image, picture, vessel, or yantra, and then worship her, O Parameshwari. Right? This is an important line. This is like a line. First, worshiping her in the heart. Then we now, how to establish her in the picture, the image, the yantra, or the, the, the container, the ghat, and we mentioned, spent a lot of time talking about the ghat last time, or the murti, right? So that's the next step. The way we do, the, the way we fulfill this is first, what we did last week, we establish her in the water conch, the shank, visheshargya um, stapana, uh, they call it, right? The establishing the special argya stapana, the way of invoking, which, not exact literal translation, but it means, the part is we worship we're invoking the goddess in the conch, right? Like we do with all the, you know, then we establish, what do we do? Just like we, when we did our Bhutta Shuti, and like that, we, Ida, Pingala, Supranayama, Kundalini, Visualization, so we do the same thing. We, we, we've purified our nadis, invoked Ida, Pingala, and Shushumna, and, and, uh, and then invoked her within the heart. So now we do the same thing in the, in the water. We invoke, remember the stand was fire, I think, the conch was sun, I think. Right, and then the water is moon. That one I remember. Right, right. So we we establish her Ida Pingalun Shishumna, right, and then invoke her, invoke the holy rivers, which are also the streams of the Nadis, and then Yagachya, Gachya, Tishi. We mentioned how to install her. Sit comes, you know, very beautiful, right? Yes. So, and we mentioned that the, the worship of the goddess is always is often worship in the water pot. That's important, and so the conch is a certain sense of that too. But send the question, which I was thinking of this this afternoon, kind of thinking of what I'm going to speak tonight. Uh, uh, why do we have to like we, we worship her in within and then we worship her in the image why another step where we worship her in the conch right so in one sense water a simple this is a perhaps a little bit on the pseudoscience type of perspective it's like water holds vibration that's a fact right the problem is that the there's been really fascinating and deceptive movies about how water changes you know 
and books, you know, the hidden message of water and like this. But and the province, the principles very fascinating. How water takes the shape of vibration and thought and sound like that, right? The problem is what the books and the movies and the thing that come of it are from extremely selected. You know, it's like, oh, you see, I said the mantra uh, uh, for the sun, the, the, Chinese, the Japanese sun mantra is the famous one, the Japanese sun mantra. And look at the picture when we froze the water. It, look at this beautiful rising sun. But they never show the, the 98,000 other things that didn't look like that. That's the problem. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not good, it's not good um, uh, um, research science, right? But the principle, I think, is still interesting. And that's a belief principle also, is that thing, water holds vibration. Right, there's some things like that. You can charge water. You go to the, why is a Ganga different? Or if you go to like, you know, uh, 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 you know, you go to Rameshwaram, there's 22 tanks. Each tank is different, right? The water, the Shakti is different. There's something, I mean, there's different bacteria and we're getting sick in a different way from each water. It could be like a skeptic and say like that. And I also said, oh yeah, the, 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 the people of the church at the, at the Rameshwaram temple, they, they do stuff to the water so everybody thinks they're different waters. The same water. They here they add more salt. This one they add more. This so that people think they're. Di- I've heard that too. That may be. So people think, oh, it's twenty-two different fields, right? You know, it's like maybe. I don't. I mean, that's a cynical, likely <laughs> behavior. Also, if you get people, if if, if, uh, uh, if one of the revenue streams of a temple is people bathing in your tanks, you know, but but it, but they but they do feel different, and you feel well. Ganga bath is different than a regular bath, right? And and. Uh, you know, you sip water, this holy water, this kirta, that, that bathes shalagram, bathes shivalingams. You know, that's, maybe it's just our faith, but it may, it's, I think it's more than faith. Something, water has to think, right? And in that message of water and the, what the bleep do we know and all those type of movies that came from it, right? That's what I think that's what it was called, right? You know, right? It was like, so good and so bad. But anyways, I'll get over it. <laughs> It could have been so. It could have been so good, and it was so bad. <laughs> Maybe I should word it that way. It was fun though. Um, 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 is that the idea that it, that it changed? That the vibrations seem to change. We believe this, but there may. The problem is that we can believe it, and we can subtly f- state it as a spiritually revealed fact like that. But the problem is when you start saying, "No, modern science is proven." Modern science has very moderately hinted, perhaps, at it. That's all we can, I think that we can properly say, right? So that's the problem with this. But anyways, you charge water holds, belief is, subtle the tantric belief is that water holds vibration more than most things, right? And so when you charge it, you, you, you're, you're charging it. And therefore, it becomes in a certain sense a medium for the transfer of Shakti, right? It's like we, we, tra- we, 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 we charge the, the, the Kalashan. But actually, in today's talk is loosely on on this um, prana pratistana, the, the invoking invoking life in the image, in a full proper like temple consecration, right? When a deity is installed for the first time, like our deity was first installed, or you go to a, a prana, the oh, they're installing deities, right? Usually, it's many day program, many hours for sure, many days likely, so many different rituals. But one of which they call it the kumbabishik, right? Or abishikim and kumbabishik, and it's two things. What and so what they do, or a kalash, kalash abhishek. So they, they're doing this whole thing to install these different water pots. You'd be a main water pot of the main deity, or different water pots of like, there'd be 12 water pots for the 12 forms of Shiva, right? There's, or nine water pots for the Navadurgas, and each one's worship. We did a thing for a Sri Chakra in, in years ago at, at, Rani, at um, Sargam's house, Sargam and Suman's house up north, right? And in part of it, we had like, like 
27 Colossians like we had to each one was charged with hundreds of mantras and then but then what happens all, all those get poured and bathed onto the main deity or the yanta we were trying to install right which is behind the sheet the crystal shiva thing behind me with the sheet chakra on it the one we were trying to install <clears throat> it, 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 you charge the water and then the water gets bathed the, then the deity gets bathed with that water and believe that, the, that the, that's one of the ways that life goes into the deity through the abhishekam right we have above if you look where Ma is, she's on a beautiful throne. I'll tell you some of the esoteric things. She's on a beautiful, this, this Betty, this black throne was made by the uh, revered Swami Atma Gyanananda, uh, Stuart Maharaj at the Tribuka Monastery. Mm-hmm. He's now uh, running the um, Washington DC Center, wonderful Swami. Mm-hmm. So he built it for us and then the white shrine is, is from the Hare Krishna temple we got from Das years ago. Right, used to be Radha Krishna were on that shrine for many home their home shrine for many years, right? But anyway, so we got but so be, between this shrine and Ma, there is a Sri Yantra. She sits on a on a on a carved yantra, from country from Madura, I believe, carved by like that. So she sits on a yantra, and she sits on a throne. And above her, of course, there's a dome where there's another. She sits between two Sri Yantras, exactly in the middle, positioned directly above her, right? And if you go above that, you see above, you can't really see there's a triangle. It was the original design was supposed to be taller. Our builders didn't make it tall enough, so you're supposed to be able to see it. That was the design. But it's a little bit, it's like, like, it's like a pyramid. But it was supposed to be enough so you could actually see that there's a, a top piece, a shikara type thing. Right? And then above that, there's externally, it's made to look like, what do they call it, a cupola. Because we, mm-hmm. our, our esoteric tantric temple is appearing in the guise, in the humble guise of a, of a, of a cottage home in Orange, in, in, in Laguna Beach, in Laguna Beach cottage home, right? right? So it has a beautiful cupola, but that cupola is, around, is encrusted with yantra, yantra, uh, stained glass yantras, right? But above it, and it's made, the top piece is made of copper, right? So that's very, it's copper for the sun, right? There's a meaning for, there's a meaning for the, and above that, we, there's another, they call them the shikaras, the shikas. It's like, we have a sika, mm-hmm. I don't, but it's there inside. He still has, you know, the the top. This is the top of the head. This is not the top of the head. This is the top of the head, right? Astrally, right? And so the te- the temple's body also has a sika, right? And just like our sika is meant to be, it's a PowerPoint, the mm-hmm. topmost point, and us a PowerPoint where the three, uh, where the three parts of the skull come together. There's like a weak, you know, baby has a little soft. It takes a while to you have to, you know, oh, there's a little. Their head's still not hard. You can kind of feel it, you know. That's a, there's a place that's believe that this is a place where energy transfers. This is the, where things come through. That's why we we put an antenna there in a certain sense. To hair absorbs vibration. Another science finally proved that hair absorbs vibration. I'm not going to make that a statement, but <laughs> Hindus firmly believe that hair absorbs vibration. We can make that statement <laughs> with with full with full certainty. You know. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, so, so, so the Sika above, and so that's within that. Ours has a trishul. Usually, for a Devi, it's just a a flag or a point, right? For a Shiva temple, there'll be a trishul, and the Vishnu temple, there'll be a chakra. Mm-hmm. If you look above the temple, there's always a chakra or mm-hmm. like that, right? Uh, ours has a, a trishul because that's what came to us, like that. And it's within. There's another like a set of three pots, mm-hmm. right? These are just like we have a pot of water. These are pots of grains. Right, the grains also just like what also grains like water is believed to hold vibrations. Mm-hmm. Right, when you pa- at weddings you hold and you pronounce your blessings and you throw them on the right. the 
cursing the groom and, and I mean blessing the curse the, the groom and the, to, a, to, a, to a happy life right uh, uh, or we hold we chain mantras and we throw them into the fire right we, 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 we do all kinds of stuff with rice we hold rice is believed to hold vibrations right why also yogis are really careful about grains this is something that hasn't in, been incorporated so much in the western yoga tradition but in, in, in Indian yoga tradition actually who cooks your grains is more important than anything Anything you eat, but not grains, right? Uh, like here, we're very liberal. Anybody bring people bring rice. We offer it. Ma, 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 you eat if you want to eat. You can eat, right? But Dakshinishwar, the, the, you'd be they, they may beat you up if you try to offer rice at the temple. Mm-hmm. You bring sweets. You bring you can bring um 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 uh, uh, um what's a milk sweet? Uh, I'm listening. Sandesh, or you bring you know things like you bring fruit, like that. These are you know milk sweets and things like that. But something made of rice, no, no, that has to be cooked separately by strict rules by brahmins who've bathed in clean pots where no crows looked at them you know it's like all the, the, the you know without with, without the earshot of a dog whatever whatever the rules are you know right because that's it, it because it, rice holds vibration and that you can't bring something impure milk is pure right a sweet is pure as far as vibrationally right it doesn't hold the, the thing so it's considered a sattvic thing rice is not sattvic rice absorbs whatever guna right it's it's, it's <coughs> that's why in a lot of like, traditional homes you, they give you rice and you know, even super pure super vegetarian super medical offered food like that and then they come and bring you ghee right you want ghee on your rice it's like the reason why is that well because the rice is impure without ghee the rice even pure cooked rice including like that without a drop of ghee it, the script this I mean I can quote I can look it up in somewhere in volume one of this book right there's a quote that's like oh it's like it's the same as eating dog meat it's not the same as eating dog meat, right? Dog meat's way worse than rice not cooked with ghee, right? But what's that meaning? Is that is, is these are the, the tantras use very dramatic language to get their points across, you know? Right? Uh, 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 it's 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 not subtle style of the the, the convention's not subtle, but uh, meaning that. But the point is, it's not it's not considered clean, right? And so uh, 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 so rice because rice absorbs vibration, you have to be really careful. And 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 uh, so, anyways, the, the 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 pots above the temple, they're filled with various types of grains, nine grains for the nine planets. But rice is the primary thing, and then those during the when Ma not when Ma was installed, Ma was already installed. When this was when we first came back in officially, what was that day? It was um, Snanyatra day, right? That was the day when Ma Bhavatarini was installed. We chose that day. The temple wasn't exactly finished yet. But it was well enough for us to mom moved in. She was living in my trailer for a while, right? Um, um, so um, thank you. I was, you heard my cough. Thank you. Very thoughtful. Should I do it? Proof. <laughs> <laughs> the real test. I told you it should be left into a temple, and that's how you drink. <laughs> At the entrance of the Jagannath Temple, give give them a glass, a metal glass of water, and see how they drink if they. If they poured them out, they should be able to come. If not, they're not Hindus. Oh, yeah. It's like a real test of Hinduism. Is how you drink a glass of water. <laughs> also deals with purity. These are all about purity. Yeah. So, uh, um, so we went up on that day, and on, on, on an auspicious day, when we, we did the, uh, um, the Kumbhabi Shekin, where we did Abhi Shekin. So we did all these pujas to charge holy waters. With Ma's presence and Navagaha's presence and and the Panchadevata's presence and the Holy River is in presence like that, and then we climbed up, 
and we 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 bathed we bathe the, the those pots right it's a way of infusing with the intentionality the rice there is meant to hold the sunkulp of the temple what the purpose of this stopping is meant so you you charge it into the rice right and, so, and then let's believe that this is like an antenna in a certain sense that uh, radiating that or holding that or pinning down that that um the the, the your intention sunkulp of the temple <clears throat> i don't know how we got to the sika Oh, the water. We're talking about the kanja, I think, right? <laughs> right. So this is so this is, uh, uh, so part of it is when you charge the water, then you bathe the deity. That water goes into the deity, right? The prana gets given, and so I asked. Now I'm going way back to what I originally started this part of the conversation. I asked one pujari um, named uh, Narayan. Um, he used to be a pujari at the at the. Um, Badrikashram Temple in Northern California, so I'm in Karnandas Ashram. And I was talking about Pujari because he's a very good. He was a very good Pujari, this, and, and he knew English. So I was like, why do you do like? Why do you have to install like do do installation of life every puja when you have an installed deity, right? Why 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 is this? Why it seemed to be during an installation? I can imagine you do it, then you pour. It's part of the infusing the deity with all these powers and shaktis and like that but why daily do it you know people come in like that and I remember his answer I was remembering this morning he says so just like you take a bath every day right so you offer life every day like was his answer it's like it's like it's like one of, it's one of the daily offerings it's like you you're like you know you wave incense every day you offer flowers every day also you offer prana every day prana pratistana is a daily offering right and I was kind of joking myself like I, I come in, in the morning Right, and I'm awake, I'm alive, right? But they gotta give me coffee, right? Because I'm not really awake. You have to wake. You have to wake up, right? So part of it is maybe the waking up, the jagratam, jagratam, sujagratam. You wake up, wake up, wake up. You know, this is a part of part of the the the, the science of it. You know, so it's done the intermediate state between inside deity to projection into the or worshiping in the image is there's a, a medium in between giving into the water. But in this particular case, because Ma is already installed, from that water, what do we do? At, we, at the end, we said we sprinkled everything. We sprinkle Ma, we sprinkle everything, including ourselves and whoever can, we can reach, right? The, that Ma's blessing and presence and prana and life, caffeine, appropriate levels of caffeine to everybody. Wake up, you know, <laughs> purify it, wake up. Amritam Kuru, may everything be nectar. We mentioned this is how we ended last last week. Uh, so now, so the... Uh, um, uh, so, and that water we'll use in puja, right? We'll continue to use it. We won't then offer at an appropriate point. We we'll use that to bathe her, right? That's her main bathing water, mm. right? Uh, uh, so that's an important. Uh, we, we'll still use it, but not it, it's consecrated water. But part of the installation of the deity, the daily installation of the deity, is first installing the 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 the, the conch, right? Uh, uh, as a medium, although, and then that water will be used in the puja itself. It's like the argya. We make an argya for the conch. That argya will be used when we offer the argya and we put it on her head. We get there. We mentioned that last week also. So, small introduction. But uh, Tommy, hmm? yes, Tommy. As far as um, awakening her again every time, mm. every day, I, I was told it's because you can't expect her to stay around. Yeah, the no, 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 that's true. No, that, there's one thing. The part of the, the inst- actually, this is something we don't exactly do. We invoke her, but we don't release her, right? And home, really, you're supposed to invoke and then release, right? Right? Since we don't, 
I don't know. It's not on our puja, but it may be by design. Maybe we should didn't want to let her go. You know, you have to stay here. <laughs> <laughs> it could be that. Like a lot, of, we were joking because like a lot of people worship the deity with shoes. Like in front of Krishna, there's a set of shoes. You know, even uh, call, uh, like that. But she said, no, no, we don't give shoes to our deity. She said, then they'll walk away. <laughs> we have to. They're there. We'll make everything. No, they won't go anywhere. It's uncomfortable. They have to stay there. It may be a babaka, but actually, there's something where you withdraw. Like when you do a fire ceremony, you invoke the deity and then you withdraw, right? Because you walk away from that, right? But the thing here, you don't walk away from Mama's. We leave the puja's done, but all day long people are coming to see Ma and worshiping her. Right, in the evening, people are bowing to her. You know, it's not like we, it's just, not just for the, usually for the time of the puja, you invoke and then withdraw. But we, there's never an opportunity for us to withdraw. We only invoke, but don't withdraw if in, 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 in the daily puja for Ma. Right, but there's mantra like that, may she, uh, 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 you know, there, actually there's beautiful translations of them. They have meaning, these mantras, that may you uh, be satisfied with our worship, may you come back, may you go back to your boat in the top. There's one mantra that I'm remembering it. Maybe in Sanskrit it may come to me. Um, I kind of know it. Uh, may you, uh, a- after this puja, may you go with great happiness back with Lord Shiva on the on the top of Mount Meru, right? Until we invoke you again, until we call you, until next time we invoke you to worship. May you be abide blissfully on on Mount Meru, right? So that's that's there's things like that. There's mantras like that, right? Yes, invoke. So we have to. Uh, 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 but that's that. In general, you do invoke and then you withdraw. The, the, that's generally what you do. In a yantra, you do like you invoke and then you withdraw. Very often, and home puja is also we go to somebody's house, we establish the kalasham, we invoke, we do the puja, and then at a certain point, very disappointing, very heartbreaking, you have to like, okay, now it's time for the puja, the end. You know, what do you do? You you move it, because the, when when the kalasham, it's a whole science. Like she stepped this whole science of how she's. From the base to the above, to the point that tree shrill above on the outside of the building, right? If you move her, if you move it, then the stapana, this, she's no longer established. She can move. So when that happens, then it just, it's it's purified water. Is it working? Okay. Is it okay? It's, a, it's purified, but it's no longer, you can't say it's no longer her. Everything's her, and it's always her. It was her before that also, but it's not her in that way, you know. Same with the, when, when um, if you ever seen here, we can't do it because our fire pit is established, it's fixed, right? Mm-hmm. But when we do it out here when we have the the metal pit. And if you ever saw Haridanji do puja, mm-hmm. at a certain point when he withdraws, there's a thing where you withdraw the shek, the prana. There's a mudra, another secret mudra, where you, <laughs> when you, when you when you bring the prana back into the heart from the fire and you, you inhale it again. You think it comes out, it comes back there. But still, that's that's our thing. What he then he will do? He'll usually with his hand. He'll just like, like sorry, I'm gonna hit the microphone. But he'll like hit, hit the thing and move the uh, the homokun. As soon as it's moved, then it's broken, right? Then it's prashat. It's like bibuti. It's purified fire. The leaves are beautiful. I mean the the ashes are like that. But the deity is not there. Of course, the deity is there, but it's not not in that way. You know, you have to. There's a when you establish it, if you move it, we're not so because actually a lot of deities when they're not moved. When they're in, when they're installed, they're cemented in, right? They're they're they uh, because when they're installed, they're never moved again. And so, for the type of deity you have to move, you have another set of deities. They called utsavmurtis. They're really small. Like we have our matsavmurti, the small kali next to Sri Ramakrishna statue, right? That's our utsavmurti, right? So you can move her. You can put her into the bowl and bathe her. You can take her on procession. You can you know you can you can you know you can do something like that without moving like that, but. 
our when Ma was installed, our Ma, Ma Dakshinishwari was installed, it was installed at a rented hall. Right? Not in our established temple. Right? So it was a rent it was it was a rent so she was installed as a movable deity. Although we shouldn't move her. Right. Shouldn't move her unnecessarily. She gets moved when she's being redressed and you know, there's situations where we're doing work like that. We don't move her unnecessarily and then we do things to you know, to, to reestablish kind of her energies like that. But uh, uh, um, that that usually that, uh, 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 so it's she's installed as a movable deity, not as a. Uh, uh, otherwise, you'd never move her. Like like when Dakshinish when at Dakshinish where her beautiful uh, silver throne, everything her throne was damaged after 150 years. It's damaged, right? And so they had to fix it. They had to replace it. Very difficult because they can't move her, right? And not only that, only the priest can touch the shrine, right? And so how do you, so the pre, after the temple would be closed in the evening, all the priests who worked all day would be back in the shrine, you know, working with the shrine while the, while the cement layers are laying without touching anything. It was like a very complicated thing. Mm-hmm. How to replace it without touching her and without moving her. Mm-hmm. You know, they couldn't, they couldn't just like, let's move her, rebuild it, and put, it put her on her. They couldn't do, they could, there, there are ways to do that, but that would require, as per tradition, many, many days of reinstallation. Right, and 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 there's a tricky thing because there's a language you have to be careful because we in the language of installing deities in a, in a temple, we we and you know there's rituals to install. These rituals were also done here, right? But we're not installing her. You know, in one sense you install some temples. You you can hire a priest or get a priest or require, you know and do all the rituals. To, and if it works properly, it works. Ma's there, or the deity's there, right? And at a certain point, you may have to withdraw the energy. Um, uh, to work, did you tell me some temple? No, somebody was telling me that there was a. You were telling me uh, that Nitya, uh, the uh, Bhagavan Nityananda's temple, that they needed to to gold plate him or something, right? So they withdrew the Shakti, right? Gold plated him, and then the priest with, you know, like there was a ritual, but we have to be careful because we we don't think like this, at Kali because she came on her own. Right, and she's. It's not like oh, uh, 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 the rules is after the, the the prana of the deity in a in a in a metal deity will last three hundred years. So in three hundred years, she's reinstalled. I can be reinstalled. She's here. You know, she's being worshipped. You know, it's like it, It's not in some pujas. You're you're inviting her. We believe this is a miraculous type of thing. You know, it's like this is Ma's grace. Like the Dakshinishwar is, is although it was planned and all the pujas were done, Ma came there. You know, and she. So they're not those have a ritual. As far as I know, they're not doing these reinstallation rituals every twenty-five years or whatever some some Orthodox temple were doing. And she's but she's the most living temple I've ever seen. You know, the most living deity I've ever seen. So I think so. We have to the language you get to be. There's a ritual science to it, but really this is a, this is it's, it's a mystery of grace. Ma can come. We create a scene and then she comes and sits down, perhaps, and then hopefully she doesn't leave. We don't offend her and she doesn't leave. Gets rid of us before <laughs> she leaves. That's our prayer. Get rid of us before you leave. You know, <laughs> don't leave. You know, <laughs> you know. Sometimes they leave. We've seen. We've seen. We've, we've seen that. You know, mm-hmm. seems to be. Some people are. You know, the management. So then all, sudden, she, then all of a sudden, there's nothing. It doesn't feel like anything there. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't know how how to make sense of it, right? But anyways, <clears throat> so the process. Now we've 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 established the conch. Now we invoke. The process now we have to do a quick repeat of some of the nyasas, right? So first, again, there is a dhyanam, again the in, internal meditation. The the, the dhyan sloka description is done a second time. 
it, the full long one like we did, that can be done again. That's how it, that's the books will say to do it like that. Um, but there's many other beautiful dhyan slokas that are not contradictory. Right. And so in our puja book, in our daily puja, we don't repeat the long dhyana a second time. We do it like in our small books, there's a short dhyana mantra that's given as a precursor to many texts. So I'll recite that one as an example. O Megangim Bhagatambaram Shavashiva Rudham Trinitram Param Karnalamba Drimunda Yugmabhainam Mundras Rajam Bishanam Vamadhura Karambujam Narashiraha Katgamcha Savetare Dhanam Bhitti Bimukta Keshinichayam Vande Sarakalikam This is a very famous one. Um, it's found also in the Tantra Sada like the Long Dhyan Kalindana but it's also found in other texts also. I'll just give it, it's just a shorter form, it doesn't give all the cool tantric details, but it gives, but you realize it's the same Dakshina Kali. The main thing is just another form of Dakshina Kali. And the small book we gave it because it's just, it's simple Kali Puja, not super long complicated Kali Puja. That, that's the next volume, super long, Kali, super long complicated Kali Puja is coming hopefully soon. <laughs> uh, um, uh, uh. So it says, we meditate eternally, Vande Sada Kali, and we meditate always upon the auspicious Kali dark as a storm cloud, and closed in infinite space. Shiva lies beneath her feet like a corpse. With three eyes, she is supreme, frightening and awesome to behold. She is decorated with earrings and a garland of skulls. She holds a sword in her upper left hand, a human head in her lower left hand, and assures fearlessness and offers boons with the pose of her upper and lower right hands. Her hair is long and disheveled. Right, so it's a, just a, a quick image. So we have to re-visualize her again. Either through the dhyan. If you saw Haridan, he'd do, he'd do the, the long... Uh, common to do the same mantra a second time. The long Kali dhyan. There's another... We, when we were talking about the Kali dhyan mantra, we mentioned another version of another rendition, another dhyan mantra on Dakshina Kali from the, uh, from the um, Kali Kastakam, Sami Ambikananda's favorite. Uh, uh, and it's very, very beautiful. The first three verses, I think. Three verses? Three verses of a not well-named Ashtakam, because it's like, <laughs> it's like 9, 10, 11, 12. It's like 12 verses or 13 verses, and not uh, none of them add up to 9. <laughs> no, but anyway, that's a, the, the, and attributed to Shankara, that we were joking, that Shankara is so miraculous that even a thousand years after he died, he can write beautiful hymns on Mother Kali. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of those type of things, but it's a beautiful, very important hymn. That shows you the glory of Adi Shankara. <laughs> I don't doubt it at all. Uh, and so, I'll, uh, 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 you can, can you, you chant the first three? Do you know it by heart, the first three? Um, I'll, I'll give it my best shot. But this is one we, lately we've been using because we just love the mantra. Right? It's a beautiful, it's another version, a little more esoteric and tantric images than the one I just read. But it's re summarizing uh, more, more visually the Kalika Dhyanam that we, that's the long one. Um, Gala Rakta Mundavali Kanta Malla Mahagoda Ravas Sudamstra Karalaha Ivastra Smashana Laya Muktakeshim Mahaka the Kama Kolakalikeyam Something like that. Bujevama Yugme Shirosim Tadhana Param Daksha Yugme Payambai Tatayvaha Sumandya Pitunga Stanabhara Namraha Tasharakta Shrika Vayasu smitasyaha. 
ಶವಕರ್ಣಾವತಂಸುಖೇಶಿ ವಶಾಪ್ರೇತಪಾನಿ ಪ್ರಯುತೈಕಂಚಿ ಶವಾಕಾರಮುಂಚಾರಿರುಧ ಶಿವಾಭೀಶ್ಚತುಕ್ಷು something like that i'm not this is it's newly added to our book so i'm not uh, accustomed to chanting it the other ones i know mostly by heart i'm still learning this one and the meter is very beautiful when chanted properly it's exquisitely, exquisitely beautiful this is around her neck hangs a garland of severed heads dripping blood she opens her wide her mouth wide reve- giving a great dreadful sound and revealing her beautiful teeth naked dwell in the cremation ground with freshly flowing hair Kali is in union sexual union with Mahakala her left hand holds sword and severed heads severed head her right hand grants boons and fearlessness she is bent at the waist by the weight of her mountain like breast the corners of her glistening blood-stained lips form a sweet smile her two earrings are corpses her hair beautiful the gleaming hands of demons tied together form her girdle she eagerly ascends her throne of corpses and sits upon shiva as the four directions fill with the sounds of her jackals so this is a very dramatic <laughs> reminds us of the beautiful nature of course we we've gone line by line in the long dhyan kali dhyan all those points are there so i'm not going to give a class again on this these points but uh, uh it's a very beautiful but the dakshina kali is of course the benign kali the kali worship by household the kali worship in home the kali worship in temples right but it's kali you know it's not, it's not it's not lakshmi it's not saraswati it's still kali the image is still kali right and so so in you hold a flower and in 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 and you chant this mantra and meditating on this form in the long form or a shortened form even without mantra it can just be by meditation but usually it's some of the mantra right sometimes many flowers are held not just one flower and sometimes there's another mudra what's this mudra called trikoni mudra i think Hmm? Trikoni mudra. This is another mudra, uh, and actually in the tantras it mentions this particular mudra. Mm. It's a virgin. It's like a cross between this and Gyoni mudra. It's a, it's a particular thing, but it's a combination of the three. It connects three shaktis, mm. right? And sometimes what you do, you put you put three flowers, the three colors of the three gunas, mm. right? A yellow, a white, and a red in the center. And then on the, I forget which one. There's a there's a science to it. Here you hold a white flower. Here you hold a yellow flower. Here you hold a red flower, mm. right? And so you have the, them in union and then in separated. And then you chant the mantra and then these this these flowers become the bed of the deity being transferred from you from within your heart through your prana through your breath to the image in uh, yantra ghat statue picture whatever you're 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 worshiping, right? So and by doing that your your three shaktis are being merged that's why it's very symbolic it's a union of three shaktis that's what this yantra means, right? Or it could just be done holding a flower it's the same it's, it's, amounts to the same thing some of the tantras the three vidyats and the three but in many other tantras it mentions that's that this mudra and making a, a bed of flowers or holding a flower or a bed of flowers right <clears throat> this becomes her when you're transferring from within to without what what's the medium this flower becomes a medium or bed of flowers becomes a medium right the softest thing right and so when this is done you meditate on her so you you chant the mantra with the flower in kumara mudra or trikoni mudra uh uh and then you have to just like we did in bhutashuti you're going to re we're going to do it just in a few seconds there uh, it doesn't take you don't have to go imagine the kundalini rising from chakra to chakra because it's already there it's already the gates already open right nothing's been closed down right 
and the puja. So imagine Ma again shooting up and running, shooting up in union with Shiva at the top of the head. In this union, in the image of, of union of Shiva and Shakti, in this blissful union, right? That blissful image and Shakti of union, that is then brought down into the heart. Right, that's what like that in in the in, in the most blissful ecstatic uh, uh, bhav, right, and that then you it, you it, you plug with, without breaking the mudra or the flowers or whatever you're doing. <laughs> These are cool secret things which I can't do on. Either we have our back for the removing things are done, but it, it's you basically you're closing one nostril, the left nostril. You exhale through the right nostril. Some books would like to say, oh, you inhale. Right, and I think, but actually, and I've seen, but I've, 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 we learned to exhale, and we've asked people who say the books like that, exactly it's exhale, right? I think it's inhale because the idea that breath is, our breath is considered unclean. Yeah, so you breathe on something, is one of the things that makes food unclean. That's why we bring the food covered. Not just people don't see when we breathe on it. Nobody spits on it, breath. You know, <laughs> breath is a, I mean, if, you, if you feel somebody's breathe on you, kind of a weird yeah, it's creepy, you know. It's like even somebody coughing, you know. It's like you feel that it's breath is not a. I mean, we brush our teeth and do everything, but the breath is not a pure thing, right? And therefore, it's considered. So I think, in my opinion, and I've talked to people about it, that the the Texas say they never really exact how it's transferred, right? But it's actually through exhale because it's a it's a, it's you're breathing your breath, in, 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 into it. But yet, but it's not a regular breath. It's a highly purified breath. Through a fragrant flower, <laughs> so it, it it mitigates the any impurity of, of our of our lungs and that type of stuff. You know the vibrational uh, chemical or type thing, right? And then this flower, right, or either in Kormudra or in this mudra, is then is then transferred and placed either at the feet of the deity, right, on the head of the deity. You know, it's like something like sometimes on or in the center of a yantra. Right, that however it's being, it's the idea that it's being now transferred, right? Mm -hmm. um, um, and there's different ways like that, but there's there's there the tantras mentioned there's verses that um, uh, you have to be very careful when this happens not to until the the, the flower is where it's supposed to be, where it's stat where you're establishing the prana at the feet of the deity or the head of the deity like that. Then you have to be very careful how you put it down. You don't just like put it down, or like or break or take you're doing like that and then and doing like that. If you break the mudra or you put it down, then it's gone. It doesn't. It doesn't happen, right? And it's, it's interesting. Maybe it's just it's the same idea. Like you move the fire pit or it breaks the, the that breaks the connection. But the scripture says, the tantra says, that there is yakinis and dakinis and apsaras and and gandhar. There's there's astral beings that are thrilled by what just has happened. This wonderful thing has happened, right? This glorious evoking of Shakti, the union, this Amrita from the union of Shiva and Shakti is being made available outside, right? And and if you establish it, they'll also be they'll be just like we're we're all here because that Shakti's here. We all come here, but they all here and stay here. We have all these divine beings to stay here, right? But if but why all the divine stay here? Because Ma's here and they keep coming back. You, you Ma's here, so you keep coming back. If Ma wasn't here. You'd come one time and leave, right? Or if you took Ma, you'd come back. You take Ma and leave. That's the other thing; wouldn't have to come back. So that's what they do. If you put it down, and it's not established, like great, wonderful, thank you, and they take it and happily steal the prana and the amrita and go their own, dissipate it in their own way. Now we can think this must have some deep psychological, and, but that's the, the meditation. 
that it, it by placing it very carefully, and then you then we place it. You, you actually while you place it, you kind of switch to a the st- you know stay here. Yeah, <laughs> may this be thing, and you sprinkle water with the beach mantra. There's different things to establish to to, to uh, there. Now here we can't you know put it on. I can't reach Ma's feet. And I can't reach Ma's head. So remember we mentioned the water pot is not different from her. The kalashim, right? So we establish it on the kalashim or on the yantra, whatever we're worshiping. Usually the kalashim is a, is a standard one that we do here, right? We do like that, and we we put and then put on kudu. Right now she's been from within has been placed outside. Now that's a quite a cool thing, right? So what's how does that happen? What's ha- what just happened? Did anything just happen? Right. This is an interesting question as modern people for us to answer. Right. Ancients knew it happened. Right. It, it happened. <laughs> Right, we have so so. There's different ways you can think about me. There's even some cool books and quotes. Okay, find here maybe on prana patisthana. Om Kavi. So the Gandhara quote. Give I read a quote from Gandharva Tantra. Next, after performing pranayama, the sadaka should take handfuls of flowers. The Devi should never be invoked without handfuls of flowers. I mean, this is the it should be done through flowers, right? Right. The sadaka who has controlled his prana will meditate on Paramishri as directed, as described in his heart, and seeing her, and seen by her grace, the image and substance of which is consciousness in his heart. Let him think of the identity between the, the image manifested within and the image without. Next, the energy, the word here is tejas, interesting. The energy of consciousness within should be taken without by means of the vayu bija, with the breath along the nostrils and infused into the handful of flowers. Thus, issuing with the breath, the devata enters into the flowers. The sadaka then should should then establish the devata in the image or yantra by touching it with those flowers. So long as the work of establishing the devi in the outer image or yantra is not accomplished, the sadaka should continue to hold those flowers of meditation in his hand. This is where I'm talking to the verse actually. If he does not hold them, Gandharvas avail themselves of the opportunity to worship the Devi inside the flowery yantra. And even if the sadaka thereafter establishes divinity in the image, yantra and the like, by contact with those flowers, he will not reap the results of that worship. The result goes to the apsadas and gandharvas, right? For this reason, the sadaka should, after drawing her into the flowery yantra, by means of the trikanda mudra, this is specifically mentioned, this mudra, uh, um, uh, take the mother of the world, who is all brilliance and forceful energy, right, uh, out of the flowery yantra by the force of the invoking mantra, and place her within the pitta, the the, the altar, uh, and general name for images, pujas, and place her into the pitta. End quote. This is a long quote, right? So exactly, so these things are not made up. These are, well, they may have been made up, but they're made up not by us. <laughs> you know, I can't say they're not made up. We don't know how they came, right? Uh, but they're 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 long established in in in, in, in tantra shastra, you know, and so uh, 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 and so actually, as we mentioned, the the as the mantra is exhaled, 
right? It's done with the mental invocation of the, it says Vayu Bija, this is Yam, right? Yam is for air, right? Vayu means air. So I mean, because that's the medium of, uh, it's like uh, the medium for what we, we use. When we turn something to Amrita, we create Vam, it's water. It's Amrita, it's a, water is a medium for Amrita, so air is a medium for Prana. So yeah, yeah, Yam is the closest we can get to, air is not Prana, but it's a close, it's a good, it's like uh, uh, the wave is not the ocean. Right, but a wave is a great symbol of the ocean, the great medium to understand the ocean, to touch the ocean. Right. So similarly, air is not prana, but it's a, it's a pretty close, can, uh, a transparent medium for prana. So we can understand prana by using. So sometimes, uh, vayu is used interchangeably with prana, even though they're not remotely the same thing. But they they are remotely the same thing, but not actually the same thing. So similarly, that that's so that's very interesting how it's how the process is done. Right. <coughs> So it's interesting, there's a mantra, you know, sometimes there's verses that just like, like we should meditate on this one line. This is an interesting thing. Um, sarvam sarvatmikam. This is an easy thing to, sarvam sarvatmikam. Right, so sarvam sarvatmikam means everything is the essence of everything else. <laughs> everything is everything. We sometimes joke, everything means everything. I remember teaching puja to, to Sri Ram, uh, Sadananda's brother. Uh, it was his birthday a few days ago, I think. Um, I missed him when he came to visit. But uh, he one time said, so, Guruji, so everything is everything? <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. You're, you're getting the essence of this whole thing. But this is, a, this is the Shastric source, right? Sa, uh, sarvam Sarvatmikam. Right, you know, everything is the essence of, the, the soul of everything else. Right, so there is, there is, there is a lot of this is based upon um, um, identity or recognizes identity between the self and the deity, between the deity and the mantra, between the, the mantra and the universe. Between the, actually, I may have written this down. There's a term in the Mantra Yoga Samhita. This is an important late tantric text. Um, uh, uh, but it mentions uh, uh, um, that there's... Um, uh, uh, it mentions for daily puja, two types of nyasa are important, karanyasa and ganyasa. For special puja, four types is Anganyasa, Karanyasa, Rishinyasa, Matrikanyasa. There's all these different like that. But actually it mentions seven yasas, right? And so these are Jivanyasa, that's where we saw the deity, Matrikanyasa, of the, uh, the the syllables of the alphabet, Rishinyasa, this is the, the deity, the, the Rishi, the meter, all that type of stuff. Karanyasa, the hands, Anganyasa, the limbs, and Pitanyasa. We, we did that also where you established the, the deities of the shrine of the heart and then the shrine of the heart and the, Externally, right? But then it mentions another thing, very interesting. It says, Maha uh, um, Shabda Nyasa. Maha Shabda Nyasa. This is another, um, this is a, uh, in Srividya, they, this, is, this is one of the methods in Srividya also, of, of the, which is a very sophisticated, late, uh, sophisticated uh, Orthodox Tantra. But it's true, this is, um, uh, how to say, um, To, to get a non-identity is like, oh, I become Kali. Be careful not to do I'm Krishna or I'm Kali. That's ridiculous. You're not, you know, it's like, which is responsive. Like, people say, like, oh, my mother's beautiful and you're ugly. She's like, completely knocks it down. Somebody says, oh, I'm Krishna. You're not Krishna. <laughs> Krishna's way cooler than you. You know, like the ego, the ego saying, I'm Kali, I'm Shiva is a ridiculous statement, right? And, and self-condemned. Even Sri Ramakrishna, even saying, Ahambra Masmi in this age is unclean, is un- unhealthy. Uh, what's the word he uses? Um, unwholesome. 
right? Why? Because we're actually when we say I, we don't mean Brahman. We don't even mean we don't even mean anything close to we mean me. So you budget on that. Right, and 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 oh, Swami Bhajan, that's a spiritual name. It's not not my old name. So, no, that's a name where I'm important and spiritual and author and, and authorized and better than you. Whatever you know, you know, it's like it's like our I. We mean the body. We mean I. Not even the body. We mean like our bodily identifications and our likes and dislikes. And you know, it's like so, so we have to be careful. Even a Hamramasmi is not safe, right, for the ego to say. But I am Kali. I am Ishwar. I am God. Is really dangerous to say, right. So that's not what's meant by this identity. But we're not not that. It, there's only Kali. There's only her. She's playing all the parts, including us. And in puja, very intimate, she's playing two parts of the worshiper and the worshipped. Right? So we have to, to see that and get out of the way. Let the ego part get out of the way. Let the re- what's really happening happen in its beauty without, without, without um, in, interruption. Right? So it says this, this is done by... So this is this, this uh, Maha um, Sabdanyasa. It's a six-point nyasa. It's an interesting identity. In the Sri, when we do our Sri Chakra Puja, we do a version of it, right? Uh, it's called uh, Devaka, uh, Devata um, Bhava. So this is the purpose of it, is Devaka, Devata Bhava. To have the mood that Ma is doing, or that there's only Ma, or to identify with the deity. I mean, we can, we're, we're, we're Ma at, at the essential form. To identify the oneness, experiential oneness of, 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 with the deity, right? Only the only the goddess can worship the god. Only the devata can worship the devata, right? So these are first is uh, prapancha. Prap- uh, nyasa is done with prapancha. So prapancha. What's prapancha? Prapancha in Buddhist prapancha means like f- false. Hmm? It means false and, and like imaginary. Oh, you're dreaming. You're imagining. You're daydreaming. You're stupid dreaming. You're not even daydream. It's like like false thinking. That prapancha. But prapancha also means the world. This world. Of make believe because the world we live in is not the real world. Even if we, I'm not saying there's not a real world, but we're not living in the real world. We're in our own little made up versions of it, you know, by our own likes and dislikes and tiny, tiny, a tiny bit of information through imperfect senses and interpreted and projected and all, you know, and reinforced. But you know, like we live, whatever this world is, it's the fake world, right? So, 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 but the thing is, this fake world of make believe is also only her. It's only consciousness. Right, it's only her playing the part, so we have to see that as her, right? Then Bhuvana, the earth is her, right? The the solid earth is her, right? Um, uh, uh, Murti, the image is her, right? Mantra, the mantra is her. Daivata, here the de- deity means like the goddess, the big god, the god, god, god. Not just I worship. I'm not. We're not worshiping image. We're worshiping God. Right, where you know, it's like you know, so that that, that God is her, and matrika, and and the syllables, the the, the syllables are her, right? So you're so it's continuously identifying, like like an example in in a certain forms of nyasa, in these elaborate, very elaborate nyasas that are done, is like you say, oh, that you establish the one shakti within the heart, and this is the 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 anahata chakra, anahata chakra is connected with the wind. And the space element and Ma's head. I, I, don't, I mean, I'm just, I'm not going to actually remember, right? So it's like, and, and a particular point in the yantra and, and, and the what. So you're continuously making these connections and identifying because everything is the essence of everything. Everything is everything else. But if you begin to see it, pretty soon she is, she's not a statue, right? She is a statue, but she's also the goddess. She's also the self. She's also Brahman. She's everything, you know? Right, uh, uh, and also, who are we to worship her? I mean, we can't worship her. We can, how, how can the, in, the finite know the infinite? Right, 
but we're not defining. We're also her. Right? That's the, this is the, the whole science of this, how to identify, identi- identity uh, without ego, in a certain sense, you know, beyond the ego. Sarvam sarvatmikam. It's a good, it's a simple line, but it's, a, it, it's the essence of, of what's going on. Um, so, oh my God, 10 minutes. Oh, uh, <laughs> what, what, what is, what, what happened? That's the thing. I said that the ancient world knew what happened, and we have a harder time understanding what happens. Right? So one thing you could say, and, and we ourselves sometimes describe it, sometimes a little apologetically, we're trying to, oh, we want to look too, too primitive or too superstitious or too magical. And so we give, oh, it's what really is like, uh, sometimes we think, oh, it's what's, what's installed and what's withdrawn, right? And these are not tr- false statements. They're not, there is incomplete statements, right? There are ways of, one thing we say, oh, it's like that our attention is in, installed, right? Because Ma's always here. Of course, in the temple, Ma's always here. But Ma's always everywhere. But for the purpose of the puja, we're seeing her here during now. From the beginning of the puja to the end of the puja. Right? And then we let it go. We withdraw. Otherwise, we'd never leave. We thought with Ma was always here, we'd never leave this place. Right? You know? Right? But we do. We, we, with, we withdraw her. You know? We, 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 uh, uh, um, so that's one thing. That what, what do we establish? We're now thinking, this is Ma. This is God. This is where I'm seeing. I'm feeling. I'm going to worship like that. Right, so that's one thing that could be installed is your your attention, and therefore your prana, your attention, your life, your your force, your focus, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's a very that I think that is that is one of the things that happened. That that's a, not an incorrect statement, right? Um, I think if I if I start reading Arthur Avalon's pithy, sarcastic. Defense of Pranapratistana will be will get too late. <laughs> we can cover a little bit next week, but I could just reading Arthur Avalon's pithy, sarcastic defense of image worship against modern uh, Western uh, ideologies. You know, but um, but it's very good. But anyways, um, so I won't I can't get into that. I don't have the time to get into that before I um, But another thing could be said. Well, that well, she's um, she's. She's always here, but she's manifested. Not that we're that we're installing. No, we're we're inviting her. She's she's what she's manifest manifested means that she was subtly there, hidden, but now she's become manifested. And the example there, the Panishadic statements like fire is everywhere, right? But by rubbing rubbing things together, it gets hot, and then you manifest it as fire, right? So that's another way. Here, Ma's manifested, right? But she's here all the time. She's always she was here before you manifested her. If, if I can light something on fire, is because the potential for that is already here. The shakti, the potential, one of the definitions of shakti, is already there. And therefore I'm bringing, so the fact that we can light a giant fire in a temple, or in your home puja, or in your own heart, you know, is she's already there. But through the, through the process of mantra, and meditation, and pranayama, and, and all, the, all these complicated steps, or, or simple steps, right, you can, what's, what's, what's unseen becomes seen, what's unmanifested becomes manifested. That's also a very good description, I think, right? Uh, uh, another thing, and this is also given in the Tantras, and Arthur Avalon is one of the things he, 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 he uh, John Rudolph, he, 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 he uses, is the, he says, though, in modern times, oh, you can't say that she actually comes, right? Because, because, because she's a statue. It's made of earth, right? So, to say that it's no longer a statue, and that's now the goddess, 
right? That's like against some law of nature. You can't just change something in nature. And so he rejects this and, and using some verses from the scriptures, rejects it. He rejects it by saying, by, um, he says like, oh, like the nature of water is cool, right? Water by itself, it's natural. I mean, of course, this is from one, one angle of vision, right? But you, you heat it, what happens? By fire, it becomes hot, right? So you didn't break, you didn't change its quality. You didn't change its nature, right? You, uh, uh, within nature itself, you can, you can, the fire can change, overpower its cool, water's coolness, right? To use a more dramatic, Srila Prabhupada uses this term of, 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 of like iron. Iron is hot, black, and cold. These are like its main gunas, right? But if you put fire in, you put an iron in fire long enough, it becomes white or red hot, hot, and soft, right? So it's it's changed its nature. Something else, fire, overwhelmed it's it's within nature for something something to overwhelm something else's nature and change its nature. Doesn't like that, right? So he says that the 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 stone or the earth or the picture of the yantra, its nature of stone is overwhelmed by mantra. Right, just like fire changes, it becomes hot. Mm-hmm. Water becomes hot, or, or iron becomes red. Mm-hmm. Right, so stone becomes consciousness. Mm-hmm. Stone becomes devata. Mm-hmm. Right, so because otherwise, why would you? And if stone was stone, symbolically, then there's no need to do all these rites. Just worship Ma's stone as a symbol. Mm-hmm. Right, no need for all these pujas. Right, mm-hmm. the pujas do something. This is the idea. This is this argument. The pujas do something to the stone. That makes it no longer stone, but consciousness, mm-hmm. but devata, mm-hmm. right? Overwhelms it over. It overwhelms one quality by another quality, and so that's the Can we do that? Can we do that with mantras and prana and, and flowers and cool mudras? That's what we hope. That's the science. That's actually the science of tantra. Science of tantra is. You could almost say it's almost like alchemical or something. You're changing something's nature, not by miracle. By science, by application of principles to, to make something something different. Interesting. That's another very strong, I think, a very brilliant uh, description, right? And so I think all those are also true, right? This is also one of the things happens. And so there's um, um, uh, and so you some people that come. Oh, this is a very powerful temple. They can feel, right? And people even people who don't know anything about temples or know my mother. They, they, there's something, you know, especially in, in, a, in a really sacred place, and you know, it's like it's. You know, you know, there is something that happens, right? Sri Ramakrishna in the opening second conversation was was M, his one of the you know where he where he felt his ego crushed that conversation, right? So one of these, so M, he says, well, what should you like God with form without form? Then he smashed them like that. But then, but then he says, but but then M, he says, I, I put forth and I argued a little bit, right? That was a thank God the last first and last argument with Sri Ramakrishna. I've been arguing with Sri Ramakrishna forty years, but M, 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 M's ego was easier to crush. I'm still arguing with him, fighting with him, but he wins every time. But now still, we're still not done. We made a career of it. That's the problem. <laughs> arguing and debating with these points, right? But M, he he says, yeah, but when people worship an image. Right, he starts like this. Right, he says, they should be told that they're not worshiping the image. They should think of God when bowing to the image, and not think that God that the image is God. 
Right. And that makes sense. You know, we shouldn't, you know, like, but Sri Ramakrita was not appreciative of his, like, that's your, 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 your Calcutta people, the fad of you Calcutta people. Always lecturing. <laughs> never thinking whether, never, never thinking anybody could correct you. Nobody to tell you anything, but you're always giving lectures and correcting, bringing other people to light, not asking them to, do you have any light. And he keeps going, he says, what did he say? Uh, uh, it's a weird example that in the gospel, Nikolananda kind of changed in order to make the point. But it, it's like, a, you have no room in your bed. And you're inviting your friends to sleep in it, right? You know, you have, you know, it's like you don't know anything, and you and you and you want other people that type. It's a weird like Bengali example, but that's one of the things, you know. And M starts, and 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 uh, and then M thinks, well, actually, he's right. I don't know anything, right? Do I know anything about the nature of Ma and God and deity worship and all this to to be able to what he says appeals to me? That was another crush. May have been the final crush. I'm not sure of it of his ego. Interesting. The final crush was wrong view of deity worship. Not just <laughs> first, you know, like that, that's Ramakrishna's opening things about. And what did he say? He says, he says, oh, that the people would be sure that it's that it's not an, it's not earth, earthen, mati, mud, right? It's not. They shouldn't worship mati. Shouldn't be worshipped. That was Em's worship. That was his statement, right? And 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 then Swamiji was here. He would tell you because he's worked on these. these First things he worked on the opening pages of the Katamrita. He says, "Why mati, mati pratima?" I think is like an image made of mud, right? Why mati pratima? He says, "Chaitanyai mati pratima." It's an image of consciousness, right? It's like why say that it's a, it's like, and then he says, and then he says, "What even if it is an image of mud? Why do you get bent your your get your headache out of it?" Other people, Ma knows who they're worshiping. Right, if a child mispronounces a mother's name, the mother knows and, and gives all blessings, right? And if, if people need to be correct, she'll correct you, you shut up. Right? If there's a mistake in that, Ma herself will correct the mistake. Right? You know, the but, the, but the main point, why Mati Pratima? Chaitanya Pratima? Chintanyai or Chintanmai or something like that, I forget. Right? It's actually very emphasized, it's actually female, the Shakti of consciousness, right? That she's manifested. So the image is not really an image of mud anymore, it's an image of consciousness, right? It could be, it's a symbol of consciousness, that's okay. It's a way of focusing our, our consciousness on conscious, that's okay. You know, all these things are true, right? It's a manifestation, uh, an obvious manifestation of all pervading, that's okay. All these are true things. But it, in the deity, it actually, the belief is that it actually is conscious, it is the Devata, right? And it's not, it's not a miracle, right? It's just the quality, a higher, a higher energy has overcome a lower energy, right? The earthness is no longer, so it's, you no longer, you don't treat the image as image. There was a big, almost riots in, in, in um, Vrindavan about 10 years ago, right? Because some deities were broken or stolen, something happens or by vandals like that. And you have, you have, so the government is trying to like, not kind of insurance, but like if we need to replace them, if we have something stolen, we need to find it. So they needed details of the deities, the famous deities of, of, of Vrindavan. That uh, Madan Mohan, uh, uh, what is the um, um, uh, Banki Bihari, all these important temples, right? And so they needed measurements. They refused, they, 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 and, and the, the temple priests refused to measure, right? But now this is, but this they need. So there was like it was a court mandate, right? It was it, it had to be measured, right? And I mean they were they were like they could measure the deity or be arrested. It was like it would be enforced enforceable by you know you can't say no. To a court mandate, you know, you, then you have then you have police behind that to to, to force like subpoena. You can't say no, right? You can they can be forced eventually, right? 
we hope. We can maybe fourth can be. Uh, 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 uh. So, uh, but he said, no, no, we feel because that's to measure the deity is to consider it physical, and the deity is not a physical thing; it's consciousness. It's Krishna, not not a statue, right? You could, of course, the statue can be measured. You could so, so you could say, oh, the statue. So what, even in good culture, like it's like, oh, how how big are your deities? Oh, they're this big. No, no, no. You say this big, right? Because that's limiting. This is unlimiting. You can give it just. You're roughly this big, right? But like, like somebody, you, you see somebody. Ah, the other like the like the drinking glass out of a metal cup test. Whether you're a real Hindu or not, whether you pour it or not, whether or not you say your deity is your shivalingam this big or this big, that's whether you're a real Hindu or not, right there. You know, the, you know, whether, whether you think it's a statue, whether you think it's God. Right, that's the thing. So, is it this God or a statue? So, so then, then we, Sri Ramakrishna, you know, he would see at nighttime that Ma wouldn't cast a shadow. Right, I've been, I've been to Dakshinishwar, I see Ma cast. And to me, if she casts a shadow, it's not, but to her, he would test, she wouldn't cast a shadow. Right, that she, he'd, touch, he'd touch her and she'd be soft with skin. Right, she'd uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, put cotton in her nose to see if she was breathing. Right, you know, maybe to her she breathes. I don't see like that. But sometimes you look at it like she's different today, right? The statue hasn't been recarved since yesterday. It hasn't been repainted since yesterday. But she's different. We take pictures of her. She's different, right? This, how is that that just imagination? It's like no, it's two pictures are different. There is an incredible. Abbot George told us about this, but he showed us pictures. There's a you know Chintamani. Um, it's a, they call it Chintamani. It's not really Chintamani stone. It's a <coughs> Uh, the full, uh, they call uh, it's a jeweler stone. It's uh, um, it's touchstone. It's a jewelers use it to test gold. It's like a philosopher. It becomes a philosopher's stone in, in songs and in alchemy and things like that. But it's a type of stone that you can you can test gold on it. You rub it and, and it comes off. Gold comes off and there's something. There's a way of. But that stone is a very precious precious stone. That, that's a philosopher's stone that touches everything, turns everything to gold in the mythological type of stories, right? But there's an image in Ananamoyama's ashram in Banaras made of this. Right? Made, it's a big Gopal image, big size, made of, of, of this touchstone, right? A, a, a jeweler will have it in their family passed down for generations. It's very rare, right? right? And I don't know, it's not true, and they've painted the picture, and it pictures it like that. But every, there's many photographs. It's a famous image at her main temple in Banaras, which is mm-hmm. a very famous temple, right? But every picture of that deity by itself it's like you know it's painted like our Gopal deity you have the, the conch eyes and you painted with red and white it's looking straight forward and every picture where Ananamai Ma's in the room the eyes are like this <laughs> now I don't know maybe they, maybe they painted and that's just the way they've been presented they repainted her like that but Abbot George says it was every, every picture you know in Ma's presence her, Gopal's eyes are up and, and, when, and when Ma's not there Gopal's eyes are straight I don't know if it's true. I don't. I mean, I, I've seen pictures that very, kind of like, like, like when you think of like a picture of a ghost or something, like oh, you get kind of shocked, like oh, kind of freaky. <laughs> it was kind of freaky, but but you know, is it is it a stone out of philosopher's stone or is it consciousness? Is the stoneness is is the least real part of it? Of, of uh, yeah. So that, that that's another part of it. So when you're when you're invoking, we've done all. What have you done? What have you done? In daily puja, I mean, in in our puja. You've awakened Kundalini, you've purified the tattvas, you've awakened Kundalini, you've union of Shiva and Shakti, you've separated the whole thing. He's like, so, and that is being invoked, right? If that works out. And so that means when a, a deity is installed in a temple, right, not anybody can install a temple deity. 
It needs somebody who knows how to awaken, purify the tattvas, literally awaken kundalini, have union of Shiva and Shakti, and, and like that. That's why you, you think, like, we always, we're very proud. We're not egotistical. We're very proud. Oh, Ma was installed by, by Hardis and she had priest of Dakshinishwar. Not only is there a pedigree of Dakshinishwar, mm-hmm. connection like that, but he was a unique priest, mm-hmm. right? There's no, I mean, I can't say, we don't know the inner hearts of priests and then like that, like, but he was unique. Even now, you ask people, there's no priest like him. There was no priest like him, there's no priest like him. Right, very unique and uh, great tantric sadaka, very wonderful, very human personality, but with divine experience and, and, and ability, right? So that that what he awa- has awakened through his whole life of sadhana, right, which he can recreate ritually, daily, as a priest of Dakshinishwar, right, that he can do very consciously here, and you can see, you know, it's like I was um, the last year that Pranabji came after Haranandji passed. Picking him up from the airport, he says, you know, it's like uh, Pranabji, like uh, 17 years ago, or 18, that time, 19 years ago, one, you, you and Haradanji brought one small black statue, right? Mm-hmm. That, that, like that. And now thousands of people's lives changed. It says, including yours. And he goes, including my, definitely mine, I can definitely say, you know? <laughs> like, like, it's, but a statue doesn't change people's lives. Rock doesn't change people's lives. A yantra doesn't change people's lives. It's Chaitanya, Chaitanya Pratima, the image of con- consciousness, the Devata, Kali changes, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the important um, um, uh, uh, point. So, uh, I guess I'll, I'll bring the final I'll take out, I'll steal a few more minutes. There's, like I said, the ancient people had a better language for this, right? Um, uh, uh, like we have to like oh it's symbol it's symbolic it's a manifestation it's our attention it's our prana mm-hmm. it's like or is it a, but could be all that or it could actually be happening and maybe they're not different things because the outside world is only our inside world projected in our in, in, our, in our frontal lobe right we have to take that consideration also right maybe we're saying the same thing a modern way of saying it an ancient way of saying it right but we don't have the language for this right you know it's like we we have the language of religion religion is out of faith that's a language of religion right. So we we believe Ma's here, you know that 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 could that's that, that's a simple thing. Belief, you know, faith the size of a mustard seed. You can move a mountain, they say, right, right. And you can see people come here and they, you know, you believe they have faith that Ma's here, right. Maybe that that's that's a language of that's a, that's modern religion. Even now, in Hinduism, is recast it as a a faith, a faith tradition. You know, it's like you know that's okay. That's the language of the day. You know, the language of the age, perhaps. You know, right. But I don't think. That language was used in the ancient time. It wasn't a faith-based religion. It's a different type of thing, right? And so then, then we're thinking that it's almost in, in we've we've so religion is is faith. Religion is okay. Religion could be the tradition uh, of worshiping deities, worshiping the the deity or worshiping deities. One definition of faith you could have religion to for what, right? Usually it's for our eternal good. You know, if to go to heaven, not go to hell, it could be like that. Or for material benefits, for benefits in this world, to get help, right? You know, so, um, um, uh, uh, or or maybe even the highest to, to to have union with the divine, right? That's the highest possible goal. So that's the language of religion, also, right? We worship to help us to invoke the blessings, invoke that's a, to invoke blessings. That's a good language, right? To we worship out of love. And of out of out of, of of a hope for the, our future, a better life in the future, right? Or, ideally, I mean, spiritually, as a mysticism, 
out of longing for oneness and union with uh, with the, of the soul individual with the with the with the whole right like that. but that's I'm not sure if this is that either is the problem you know it's like it's it's not it's like it is that you know and so we we we've been discussing the last few days is I think not sure how to talk about it is like we don't like in in western in, in the western tradition we've uh, we've bifurcated like magic and religion mm-hmm. right and so magic is bad and religion is good right what's the difference between magic and religion i'm not tr- preaching magic i'm not going to distribute tarot cards <laughs> and ouija boards and like, that. like but what is the difference there, there, what's the real difference the difference was like oh one is invoking well in in, in in you know it's like it's the same word we've the, the spectrum we've 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 made this spe- edge, this, and this edge, that, and everything in between doesn't exist, mm-hmm. right? If it's close, it gets shoved there, it gets thrown over that, right? So that's problem of the Western tradition. We don't have this language, and even in Hindu, it's like, oh, then we go, oh, it's like we, like this. All we're talking about is called tantra, right? But also, oh, tantric means magician, sorcerer, right? That evil sorcerer, evil sorcerer on top of that, and not just sorcerer, evil sorcerer. All sorcerers are evil. Everybody knows that. I don't think it's a good sorcerer, no matter what the modern movies telling us. Well, sorcerer, you know, it's like. So it's an interesting, what's a sorcerer, yeah. right? A magician in the ancient world, like this, this is a mystic in a certain sense. You know, it's an interesting, like, play, you know. So this is, you know, there's, um, um, what's that term? Uh, theurgy. That's the word I'm pronouncing that? Theurgy. Hmm? Theurgy. Theurgy. You've heard this term? It's lost in the Western tradition also. Yeah. Right? Theurgy. Theurgy. Right? Um, um, like divine action, right? But it's also God's act and ours acts towards. And it's the, it's the ancient kind of you could say like, you know, like Platonist and Neoplatonist that type of mis, you know that type, that it's that 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 of, of by self control, by spiritual discipline, by ritual actions, by fasting, by prayer, by ritual, one can go control inner and outer and go higher and higher to have to invoke or evoke. A deity or God for the for the ultimate sense of union, right? That language is the same language of invoking for like to control and get a ghost to clean up your mess or something like that, you know. But it's but it's it's for the higher, you know. It's like it's it's uh, it's it's more than faith. It's more than ritual. It's more than you know. Spiritual. It's 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 an 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 energetic engagement with the divine for. With, the, with divine principles and the divine principle for the ultimate highest spiritual enlightenment, you know. So I think that may be an interesting, that's what I'm thinking, what's the word, something, it's not, it's not an equivalent word, but it's something, it shares some of this language. It's, I find it anyways interesting, what, what is, how does the, the science of prana it's not, it's not just it's not just symbolic, it's not just psychological, right? It's not just magical, like, like, Zap, and you're now a deity. And it's like, but it's it's its own thing. It's 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 a. a uh, I think it's a. I think it's a, the 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 fault of this modern age that we don't have the concepts for the for the words. We probably do have the words for it, but the words don't mean that anymore. We can't use these words anymore. You know, so it's hard. To, so the point is, it's really hard to talk about pranapratistana. We've been thinking about it our entire adult life, but it's very very hard to talk about it. So I give it our best shot. Thank you for your kind attention, your patience with our discussion. Hariyom Tatsat. Okay. 15 minutes late. But the crowd's not too big.